You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 6th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for joining me today. Yesterday on the show, we had Darren Doogie Wolfson from KSTP Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Doogie came on, talked to us about some juicy Twins stuff, and that's what my goal was. You know, I built these questions around trying to get some information because we're just yearning for it. We're looking for it, and Doogie made sure to tell me, hey, listen, there's a big difference between inquiries and offers and signings. So I made sure to, you know, put that caveat into this article as well. But I do have an article at twinsdaily.com. But before you read that, I would go back and listen to yesterday's show with Darren Wolfson. By the way, this podcast is brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. You can follow the show at Lockdown Twins. So I kind of recapped everything that Doogie told us here. Um, but there's also more. And he talks to us about how he breaks stories. It's a really interesting episode from one of the best in the business. So go check that one out from yesterday. Right there on Lockdown Twins, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But I think the biggest takeaway from this, because the one thing we're looking at this offseason is what's the deal with Austin Cruz. And before I tell you what Doogie told me, or said on the show, you can listen to that from yesterday. It's also worth mentioning that Tomoyuki Sugano, the uh, Japanese star from the NPB, his posting expires Thursday. So he will have to sign by Thursday evening. And we have some reason to believe uh, from none other than Doogie that the Twins maybe have interest. So we're going to talk about Sugano in the second half. Just want to let you know about that. But first, Doogie said the Twins haven't even come close to being as aggressive for Nelson Cruz as other teams have been in free agency. He did say that could change with one phone call. And I think the most important part of that actually was that he did reiterate that Cruz's number one choice is to return in a Twins uniform. So if the Twins want him back, they can meet his demands after the DH is announced. Uh, he can be back in Minnesota. But if they decide they won't, they don't want Nelson Cruz back, you know, that's their prerogative. We talked, we've talked a lot this offseason about Cruz, about what he brings to the team. I just think he's the heartbeat of the team, and I would bring him back if at all possible. On that same line, same vein, the Twins have brought Marcelo Zuna's name up, who could potentially slide in and play DH in place of Nelson Cruz. Here's why I don't think Marcelo Zuna's coming to Minnesota. One, because Doogie said he doesn't think it's going to happen. He's just heard that the Twins have inquired. And two, because if there is no DH in the National League, I think it's almost a guarantee Nelson Cruz will be back just based on potential suitors. And if there isn't a DH and they re-sign Nelson Cruz, well, they're not going to sign Marcelo Zuna. And if there is a DH... That's 15 more teams not only in for Nelson Cruz, that's 15 more teams in for Marcelo Zuna. Not all of them are competing. You know, the Pirates aren't going to sign Marcelo Zuna or Nelson Cruz. But the odds of signing either at that point diminish. So now at this point you're wondering, hey, I'm a little worried the Twins might get left out in the cold on both these guys. And maybe they have some other trick up their sleeve. Michael Brantley they've inquired on. Adam Duvall, Kyle Schwarber. You could see them kind of switching to a platoon role there with uh, Brent Rooker, the right-hander, and, and signing a lefty or signing a lefty and a righty to fill up that DH hole and then kind of rotating Donaldson, Polanco, or whoever else, Garver. They have two catchers who can hit or usually can hit uh, in Garver's case. But they have options, and that's what we've said all offseason. But 
Marcelo Zuna's name has been brought up per Darren Wolfson. He also said he'd be surprised if the Twins traded for Javier Baez. It's funny because we talked about Baez in, in an episode months ago. Like right when the offseason started, I had an episode about Javier Baez because I thought he would be available. Then the Cubs went and traded you Darvish. And yes, it does seem like Javier Baez is available. Javier Baez has saved more runs than any shortstop in baseball over the last two seasons. He's a terrific defender, really struggled at the plate in 2020, but he was one of a, many good hitters who struggled at the plate. He's set to make $11 million in arbitration. He said he'd be surprised Doogie did if the Twins landed him, but never say never. The Twins have also had dialogue with Andrelton Simmons. It's not a surprise. There's three free agent shortstops. The Twins we know have been engaging with Marcus Semien even more, maybe on a bigger level. I've heard uh, that the Twins were really serious about Semien potentially around the winter meetings, but also with Andrelton Simmons. And that's the first we've heard them linked, I believe, to Simmons specifically. We still haven't heard about Didi Gregorius, the third of those free agent shortstops. Um, the Twins also have talked parameters of varying contracts with uh, right-handed reliever Joaquin Soria. I find this incredibly interesting because I did have an article on Soria at the end of October talking about how I think he'd be a great fit for these Twins in their bullpen. They've offered him a deal. Doogie said not just a one-year deal, but a two-year deal. Uh, Soria did not accept, still kind of surveying his market, but he remains a free agent. So he's certainly in play for the Twins. They've shown interest. They've put out their hand. Uh, essentially it sounds like so very 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 possible that Joaquin Soria is the next twin signed the twins have also inquired on almost every top free agent and that's an important thing here that's their job Doogie says to inquire and it's also their job to inquire on trades and he believes they have quote 100% called on Sonny Gray and Joe Musgrove Sonny Gray of course the great starter in Cincinnati the right-hander Joe Musgrove more of a project I think has been good not great or been fine but not good even to that stature in Pittsburgh but he's coming off a year where he put up uh, pretty good numbers and his strikeout rate jumped to 33 percent so there is a sense that you could take Joe Musgrove away from Pittsburgh and he would thrive uh, getting away from the rebuilding and less progressive Pittsburgh Pirates I had an article or excuse me an episode on Joe Musgrove earlier this week. Uh, also talked about Masahiro Tanaka. I think it's labeled starting pitching targets. Masahiro Tanaka and Joe Musgrove. So go listen to that for more on Musgrove. And, and Doogie finished, or this is my finishing point here, is that the Twins will move this offseason. They're going to make moves. I've said that for weeks, and I know it's just getting redundant. But it is just a matter of when. When will the Twins move? It's not if. They're going to make moves. They're going to round out this roster and they're going to go into opening day, whenever that might be, and we expect it to be April 1st, with a roster that's ready to go and ready to win a World Series. And I think we can feel confident in that, just knowing what the baseline team is here. And in the next couple of weeks, we'll jump into that baseline team and what to expect for 2021 as we get projections from Pakoda and Zips and, and elsewhere. But I think... That's the takeaway here is is they're going to move. It's just a matter of when. And this offseason has been slow for a lot of teams, including the Twins. And that doesn't mean that they're not going to make significant additions uh, along the way here. Wolfson says the Twins have the payroll flexibility to make impact moves. And I believe them. And I believe that the Twins will. So stick with us when they do. After the break, after this word from Bet Online, let's talk Tomoyuki Sugano. This is really time sensitive because his uh posting expires thursday evening so after this word let's talk sugano are we ready for some football college football heads into bowl season there are some big matchups this weekend the alabama crimson tide taking on the ohio state buckeyes in the national championship plus the nfl regular season has concluded the playoff picture is set and there are six games this weekend 
in the NFL. There's only one place that has you covered. One place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. The NFL Games of the Week, divisional matchups in the playoffs with the expanded field. The Rams playing the Seahawks. We have the Browns playing the Steelers. Should be a lot of fun. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's promo code Locked On at betonline.ag. 50% welcome bonus, locked on, betonline, your online sportsbook experts. Tomoyuki Sugano, 31-year-old right-handed pitcher from Kawa... Oh, goodness, I'm going to say this wrong. Kanagawa, Japan. He's six foot one. He weighs in at about 200 pounds, and he won the 2020 Sawamura Award, which is the equivalent to the MLB's or MLB's Cy Young Award. In eight seasons in the MPB, 197 games for Tomoyuki, uh, excuse me, 196 games. There's one that was a foreign league that wasn't the MVP, I guess, based on baseball reference. A sterling ERA of 2.32. Strikeout rate, about 22%. Walk rate, 5%. He has excellent command. His strikeout to walk rate at 17.1%. He was absolutely terrific in 2020. Started 20 games, 137 and a third, and that is very, very important here. Remember that he threw 137 and a third innings in 2020. Why is that important? Because no MLB pitcher threw that many innings. And a big concern is going to be whether guys' arms can handle the big ramp up again into a full 150, 200-inning sample here in 2021, getting back to their regular workload. Sugano, you don't have to worry about it as much because he's thrown consistently uh, 130, 140, 150 innings, and he did it again in 2020 overseas because he wasn't a part of Major League Baseball season, of course. He had a 197 ERA, an ERA under two. Strikeout rate at about 25% was terrific. Walk rate, again, under 5% for a 20% strikeout to walk rate. Um, just great. He's got great command. Let's look at these careers in Japan in the MPB because this is interesting to me. Kenta Maeda, 218 games over there. 239 ERA, 15.1 strikeout to walk ratio. So came overseas and struck out a lot more guys, but we saw that command kind of remain as he came over Masahiro Tanaka came over as a superstar as well 175 games 230 ERA over there in Japan and a strikeout rate three percent above or strikeout to walk rate excuse me three percent above Maeda's at 18.1 percent then you look at Sugano 196 games so slapped in the middle of Maeda and Tanaka 232 ERA all very similar Maeda 239 Tanaka 230 Sugano 232 Sugano excuse me and a 17 and a half percent strikeout to walk rate so very very similar to Kenta Maeda and Masahiro Tanaka Maeda of course finishing Cy Young runner-up last year to Shane Bieber in his first season with the Twins Masahiro Tanaka expects to make uh, good money on the free agent market this offseason has been a playoff uh, killer especially against the Twins in 2019 so good company for Sugano as far as the numbers go and, and when you look at the repertoire for Tomo Yuki I can already see you call him Tomo it'd be our guy Tomo in the rotation Fastball 90 to 93, you know, kind of reminds you of Kenta Maeda's fastball a little bit with great command, so very similar. He hitches also in his delivery like Maeda does and has a nasty slider, very much like Kenta Maeda. Uh, it's known that the Giants and Jays are in. The Mets and the Padres now seem out after earlier being linked to Sugano. And uh, it's something I found interesting, and I think it was Rob Anderson on Twitter who pointed this out, but Sugano's willing to double or triple up on his slider. 
And that's the takeaway here. When we look at Sugano's profile, we look at his repertoire, it's the slider. Slider, slider, slider. His slider's nasty. It has great bite, and he also gets a lot of guys because he'll just pump a fastball at you when you're expecting slider. We've seen Kenta Maeda do that as well. There are a lot of similarities here, and I also think that's a big factor because you have a guy like Maeda who's from Japan. You know, there's that language barrier, but Maeda has such a great attitude and is so good, um, you know, learning to communicate and teammates learning to communicate with him. You bring in Sugano and those two can kind of work together uh, and Maeda can help Sugano come over from Japan because Maeda went through the same process pitching for the Dodgers. I think it's a really good fit in that sense where Sugano would maybe feel more comfortable coming over to the Twins. Um, And I just think his stuff really fits the mold of a mid-rotation starter. And I think he's not getting a lot of love. He's not getting a lot of looks. Because it is Odorizzi, it is Tanaka, it is James Paxton, and and with good reason. Those are all good pitchers for uh, different reasons. You know, upside with Paxton, Odorizzi was really good in 2019, and Tanaka's been good in the playoffs. So um, you look at those guys, and, and you know why they're being talked about. Sugano coming from overseas, there's not a lot known about him. But just watching video on that slider, seeing how he can hitch his delivery, he'll stop mid-delivery to, to mess up a hitter's timing. He he knows how to pitch, and he has great command. He's a veteran. He's 31 years old, and he might not require a three-, four-, five-year deal. Uh, Kylie McDaniels, I believe is his name. Excuse me, Kylie, if I got that wrong. I don't think Kylie's listening, but uh, he had Sugano's contract at two years and $24 million. That seems like a bargain. you know. And there's a definite possibility that Sugano comes over and, and just doesn't pitch well or major league hitters figure him out early and you know he's a more of a fourth fifth sixth starter but the possibility that he could be a two three or four I think is is really enticing especially for contenders to fill out their rotations and and signing Sugano would also allow you to make maybe a longer term commitment to someone else if you still wanted to bring in Jake Odorizzi the twins could do that if they use their payroll flexibility to do that now I don't know if that means that Nelson Cruz isn't coming back but I think Sugano is interesting and there is reason to believe that the twins have uh, at least baseline interest Darren Wolfson I tweeted out the article uh, tonight at twins daily and he responded to my tweet and said why not Sugano with a smiley face as Darren is insinuating that he's heard about uh, Tomoyuki Sugano. He didn't tell us on the show yesterday because he told me he has to keep a lot to TV. You know, he can't tell me all of his uh, all of his tricks. But it seems like the Twins and Sugano have a little bit of steam, at least according to Doogie. And so I thought I'd dive into him tonight. Really good numbers in Japan. A uh, lot to like here. You know, not overwhelming stuff, but Kenta Maeda doesn't have overwhelming stuff, and he's been fantastic or was fantastic for the Twins and was pretty good for the Dodgers before that, and Masahiro Tanaka as well. Last four years hasn't been great, but early on in his career was awesome and has been good in the playoffs. So there's a lot to like here with Sugano. And the reason I compare him to Tanaka and Maeda is because they're, they're all coming over from Japan. And it's interesting to see how that skill set translates. There's a lot more that I didn't talk about. These are mostly the success stories in Maeda, Tanaka, and Yu Darvish as well. Um, but it's just interesting to look at some of the stars who have won that Sawamura Award and how that translated to their major league careers. So I think Sugano's an interesting one. Tomo, that's the nickname. Go Twins will be back soon, either Thursday, Friday, or next week, depending on what we hear. I have a feeling that we're going to hear a lot. Um, and I've just been motivated to, to bring content. So thank you for listening. Have a great day. Go, go listen to that episode with Darren Wolfson. I think it's uh, really solid with some good notes. And also listen to the episode on Musgrove and Tanaka. Read my article at twinsdaily.com. Begins with Wolfson and Nelson Cruz is in the headline. It's uh, despite lack of action, Nelson Cruz wants to remain a twin. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day and go twins.